Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having an absolutely blessed and effective and safe and productive Friday today. <laughs> Hope you guys are staying healthy and got plans for the weekends. I'll be having my son's birthday. Hunter, he's turning seven this weekend. So he's really excited about that and he's going to have a lot of stuff planned for him. And he's, uh, he's excited. You know, when you're this age, birthdays are a big deal because, you know, you haven't had a whole lot of them yet. <laughs> they're, you know, a big percentage of your life so far because, you know, they're just, you're young. And so it's always interesting and exciting to see this as he continues to get older. So thank you again for the support of Health Masters and getting the truth out there alongside all of us. If you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com, the vitamin C, excellent C formula. You voted. It's on sale for product of the week on the website on the front page, and be sure to vote for what you want to see when as well coming up next week. One of the formulas I actually listed up for sale is the uh, for to vote is the ProCut Core. That's from the ABS World Labs that I get out of uh, – actually comes out of uh, UK, and it's manufactured over in Switzerland. And so it's a really cool product. It's uh, really effective. It's also the same company that makes the Tribulus and the Tongat. So if you guys have done any research on them, they're extremely high quality. Not a cheap product, but very good stuff. So be sure to check that out and vote for what you want to see win next week as well. And the first thing I want to start off with here, you know, yesterday we talked in detail about a lot of the psychological warfare. And, you know, today kind of referencing back on what we're continually seeing, and I've encouraged people before we've talked about it to do research on Operation Mockingbird and a lot of the massive, massive manipulation through psychological warfare that we've seen. And one of the things that I encourage people to understand is one of the most powerful weapons on the planet is the control of perception as far as from a nefarious standpoint. Obviously, the most powerful thing on the planet is the name of Jesus. But we understand when I'm talking about what you're looking at from a psychological warfare standpoint is the control of perception. And what we've seen now is the makeup of essentially hundreds of companies that are all owned by the same individuals, government agencies that are pretty much operated and controlled by the same individuals, and organizations that give the population their information to create and control their culture. And the culture is the dominant belief system in, a, in an area, in a community. And this is why you've seen now they push so hard for the training agenda and all this other perversion is they're trying to actually twist and shape the culture, the dominant belief system. They're trying to rewrite it here in the United States. If you've noticed, there's many other countries absolutely have no intentions nor any desire to go along with the far-fetched, nefarious, just hysterical idea of saying that grown men can have babies and all this other stupid stuff that keeps being said. majority of the countries don't even make relevance to it. But what they're doing is they're continually trying to shape the culture. That's why it is so important that you continue to keep raising little Americans and you speak the truth. I was looking earlier, as you guys have seen some of the things on Twitter, where NPR and also PBS are now stating that essentially they're going to leave Twitter because they've gotten blasted with a state-affiliated sponsorship logo with uh, Elon Musk because Elon Musk has said, you guys, all you're doing is peddling state media. You're literally just ministry of truth, so to speak. You're pumping out pure propaganda. Well, it's interesting is because 
because of the 300 – this is what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. wrote on Twitter yesterday. He said of the $319 million that Bill Gates gave to the media outlets by November 2021, NPR received $24.6 million directly from the Bill Gates Foundation, and PBS got at least $4 million. In return, those public interest broadcasters – aired flattering reports on Bill Gates's corrupt self-dealing. So they, they spun it to make it look like his self-dealings are very, very great. And profiteering on his global vaccine products and his hostile takeover of the World Health Organization. Gates's climate strategy is top-down social control and geoengineering projects for which he owns the IP. <laughs> While shorting Tesla, he has heavily invested heavily in fossil fuels, Rail, private jet companies, chemical pesticides, and petroleum-based ag. He actually characterizes his approach as a philanthrocapitalism, a strategy of amplifying his billions by appearing to solve social problems with technologies that he controls and profits from. So if you understand what he's saying here, this philanthrocapitalism is this way of using the media to spin that Bill Gates is somehow the savior to humanity because he's doing all these things and solving all these social problems that in essence they're creating and he's bringing the solution to with companies that he owns and profits billions of dollars off of. This, again, is just blatant textbook psychological warfare and way taking a step further, but also the aspect of being able to make such significant, obscene amounts of money while lying to everybody about almost every single thing that comes out of his mouth. Remember, he was the same one that was heavily pushing from the very beginning. As soon as COVID even started getting talked about, that man got mainstream media coverage on every single mainstream media outlet how we need to have a vaccine. Need a vaccine. Got a vaccine. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Only thing we do is have a vaccine. And the thing about it was Bill Gates is a software engineer. He's not a doctor. He's not going to school for doctors. He's not a virologist. He has no background in any of that. But yet suddenly he's this vaccine expert that gets on every single major media outlet and then continues to push it while – he heavily funded, supported, and profited off Pfizer and Moderna while he's also been buying up massive troves of farmland while he tells everybody beef and eggs are bad while he's investing in companies that make fake manufactured meat and eggs. So you can see how this is this constant circular approach with him, and this is why I absolutely loathe this guy, and I've continually tried to expose him for what he is. And this is one of the first times I've actually seen somebody – Really break it down so concise as Robert F. Kennedy Jr. did with his tweet. I mean, this this is a pretty big blast. And I mean, he's well documented with a lot of this information. Robert F. Kennedy doesn't really make comments unless he usually has some facts to back them. And for people say, oh, well, he supported other things in the past or he supported this. You know, everybody's got certain things they do. I'm not saying this guy is a perfect man. I'm not saying he's a great guy. What I am saying is, He's speaking some facts, and he has been out blatantly against the vaccine manufacturers for years and years and years now, and he is massively calling out Bill Gates here. And this is exactly what I talked about earlier. It's all about controlling the perception. It's all about making people believe a certain thing, not giving them knowledge, not giving them information, especially not giving them any type of truth. It's about controlling the perception, the same thing that I told you last time. 
The mainstream media news wants to give you feelings about what's happening, meaning to have your perception changed on what's happening. They do not want to give you knowledge or information about it. That's why we covered a little bit briefly earlier this week on this whole alleged Pentagon leak, and now they're saying that the you know the guy has basically been uh, d- detained or arrested. This Jack Texiar guy that has basically leaked all these documents. And when the thing about it was, it wasn't anything really new that we found out with these documented leaks. I think they may have been new to some people, but I mean, we found out that NATO has 97 special forces in Ukraine found out that half of the special forces deployed are from the United Kingdom, found out that the U.S. and France have 15 special force operators in Ukraine. The Lativa, country with a population fewer than 2 million, has 17 special forces to Ukraine. Found out that Serbia, which has refused to sanction Russia, agreed to supply car arms to Kiev. Another leaked document showed that Egypt supplied Russia with rockets and munitions. Ironically enough, Egypt is the world's top recipient of U.S. military aid, receiving $1.3 billion. We also find out the U.S. is blatantly involved in espionage. Surprise, surprise. The CIA is heavily engaged and heavily vested in Russia with CIA operatives. The U.S. is essentially showing that the, the Russian operatives are working with United Emirates, who ho- also host U.S. military installations. The whole thing is just more theater that we're finding out with these documented releases from the Pentagon, and now they've had everything on the mainstream media talking about trying to catch this guy. Who leaked the Pentagon documents? Who is he? Why did he do it? It's funny. If you simply just pick up – if you type in anything like Pentagon leaks, person behind Pentagon leak revealed. The secrets leaked Pentagon documents. Here are the biggest takeaways. Ukraine war, Pentagon leaks reveal Russia infighting. And it's all a bunch of more theater in order to keep the perception the way they want it. Everybody that went at me and constantly was getting mad at me at the beginning of this whole thing when allegedly we had to support Ukraine back in February, March of last year, it was ironic to me because there were people that were getting downright mad. We have to support Ukraine. It's all about democracy. I'm like, what are, you t- what are you even talking about? Ukraine is the third most corrupt country in the entire world. One of the main reasons Russia has been massively going against them is because they were operating with bioweapon labs close to their border. Numerous ones that the U.S. was blatantly funding, and that was released with the um, right before you, right before Russia started to go in there. There was a bunch of documents that got released and uh, from the embassy. Over in Ukraine, and then suddenly everything got scrubbed offline, and Russia had been blatantly talking about this for years. This is one of the reasons why Ukraine and Russia have been in such a conflict since 2014. So again, look at what they're wanting people to believe, and then look at the actual truth that's really going on right now. Because I was reading some of this stuff, and I'm just sitting there just shaking my head going, you know, I mean, surprise, surprise, surprise. Now you're looking at Biden. The Biden administration is looking to start and spend another $5 billion on a new coronavirus vaccine initiative, oh, supported by oh, Bill Gates and Fauci. Imagine that. This is going to be a program to accelerate the development of new coronavirus vaccines for new variants that don't even have existence yet. Oh, I'm sure there's, there's nothing nefarious behind this whatsoever. <laughs> Another $5 billion to essentially extend the Operation Warp Speed program that is going to be funded Oh, well, and working with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Rockefeller Foundation. Imagine that. It's uh, Project 
next gen is what they're calling it. And according to Reuters, the project will be managed by the U.S. Department of Health and Services, which will coordinate various government agencies and private sectors and cover all phases of development from lab research to clinical trials to delivery of new and updated COVID vaccines. And so what's happened is now they were already planning on doing this to some degree. What they had to do now, this is what's really going on. The Pfizer COVID vaccine narrative has completely collapsed. Pfizer's documents that they've had to release due to the federal court has shown everybody that Pfizer is not only grossly corrupt and they are directly funding essentially the FDA to get their stuff emergency use authorization. There has been now a significant amount of negative backlash, including lawsuits against Pfizer for what they did and making a vaccine that was not safe nor effective, nor is it even a vaccine. So the name Pfizer and Corona vaccine now no longer has a positive perception with the general population. So now the U.S. government is having to switch the narrative and start working more covertly in Operation Project Next Gen with Bill Gates and Rockefeller to kind of start working on this development of this new vaccine without Pfizer having the spotlight this time. Now, I'm sure Pfizer will probably be involved in this, but they've got to get Pfizer off the mainstream media narrative right now in order to control the perception that – Pfizer's killing everyone with a COVID injection and people are having massive health problems as it's continued rolled out. We're not going to talk about the fact that the Pfizer shot is all the way up to its fourth booster that's been approved now for six-month-olds and older. We're not going to talk about the fact that Switzerland and multiple other countries now in Europe have stated the vaccine will no longer even be available and it is not recommended even for people that are high risk. Multiple countries. I talked to you about that earlier. I'm not going to talk about any of that. Now we're talking about Project Next Gen to develop some new type of nefarious RNA bioweapon that they're going to claim is going to be the COVID vaccine 2.0. So this, again, is all about controlling perception and controlling the narrative. And we have to understand that it's important to keep people awake and alert to these things so we can better talk about them, discuss them, do work against them, and also wake more people up and encourage them to say no I will not consent with this information. I will not consent with what you're wanting to do. This is not going to happen on my watch. What do you think, Deb? We say that every day, Austin, every day. We tell people that we can't consent to stuff that we don't want. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, it's a perfect example. Remember the old vampire movies? Vampire shows up at your front door and he asks to come in the house. You say no and he has to leave. But you say yes, he's going to come in and have his way with you. And that's what they do. It'd be like, you open the front door, and there's a box from you know some person you don't know, and it says live snakes on the outside of the box, pit vipers, you know, and you and you, and you look at the snake and you rattle it, and you're hissing and rattling, you know, the the, the the tails and you know and all the other things, and you think, what the heck is this? It's a box full of snakes. I don't want this. And you look at the person delivering the box, and you go, go away. I don't want you snakes. Leave me alone. The answer is no, no. And how about let's say no again. Get out. And that's the problem, isn't it? You know, the pair of people here on this planet, they, they just take the snakes. They let them be delivered. You know, they, they believe the mainstream media hook, line, and sinker, and they don't really think about what they're doing or how they're doing it or what the long-term effects are going to be. On and on and on it goes. On and on it goes. On and on it rolls. On and on it's just nausea after nausea after nausea. And you think, why can't the people wake up? And I'm going to tell you again why they can't wake up. Because God of this age has put a veil around the hearts and the minds around the people so you can not see or believe or know the truth, period. That's why. And then so many Christians are not really saved. I hate to say that, but it's true. They don't understand what the relationship is with the blood covenant with the most high God. They don't really know who Jesus is. They've been taught a false Messiah. 
And I know that's awful to say that, but it's true. They don't have a real true heartfelt relationship in which they pray every day and they have a relationship with God Almighty and are so thankful for the things that he does for them. And they just listen to their name and claim it, blab it, grab it, preachers on Sunday morning, and they never think about repentance or living a life dedicated to God. Now, are we all going to be perfect all the time? Absolutely not. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to fall short of the glory of God. We're all going to basically be inadequate as far as on this planet because of our inability not to sin because we continually get fight with this stuff. Even Paul said that. Remember what he said? He goes, the things that I know that I'm supposed to do, the things that I don't do, the things that I know that I'm not supposed to do, those things that I do do. And he goes, what a wretched man am I. He goes, who will deliver me from this body of death? And he goes, thanks be to Christ Jesus. Now, I'm paraphrasing that because I don't have it in front of me, but that's what he says and what he implies. So we can't be perfect. If we try to swim to Hawaii, it doesn't make any difference. If you're an Olympic swimmer, if you don't know how to swim, you ain't going to make it from San Francisco. You're not going to make it. You're going to freeze to death or get eaten by a shark or starve to death or dehydrate. You're not going to make it without support. You're probably not going to make it with support. So nobody's making it to Hawaii. The only way we can make it to Hawaii is by the grace of God and because of Jesus Christ because he's our Savior. He saves us from the icy waters of this life, and he puts us in the boat. He takes us to Hawaii, which in this metaphor would be heaven. And, and this is what we have to understand. Nobody's going to be good enough to do that. Nobody's going to be good enough to swim to Hawaii. But we don't have to be good enough because God's good enough through Jesus. That's what salvation is. But Christians need to understand that that requires that they do the best they can in the situations that they're in. Again, we're not going to be perfect. And when we make a mistake, we repent and ask God to forgive us, and we move on with our lives, and we try to do better the next time. That's all we can do. But the reality is, Austin, you're right. So many people are just complying because they haven't really thought about anything else because they've been drugged down with tricyclic antidepressants, serotonin reuptake inhibitors. They've been drugged down with you know, you know, know, all these different types of chemicals, including fluoride and estrogen, and real men aren't real men anymore. You know, now a later study has come out and said that basically that men that have a high libido, you know, have a much lower death rate and basically have a much longer life expectancy than men who do not. Well, they know that. They all know that. That's why they're pumping the estrogen into the food supply. Yeah, because, you know, when a man's a real man, he has a libido, a high libido, he basically knows and can stay focused and maintain his left brain dominant hemisphere. When he doesn't have that, he starts to wander, become a generality, and become a, he no longer is a meaningful specific, he becomes a generality instead. And he doesn't stand his ground. He goes, oh, just, let's go along to get along. Let's do the best we can, best we can, whatever we can do. it. Oh, just go along to get along. And you're like, what's wrong with you? You know, get your testosterone back up. Get off all the estrogen-containing compounds and realize that you don't have to act like that. You know, God gave you testosterone. You can be focused. You can be directed. And you can search out your life and the things that you want to do is set goals for yourself and protect your family. How about that? Instead of, let's go along, get along, give me another beer. God, have another beer. Give me some more potato chips. Yeah, I, I drink too many beers. Give me a diet soda. I have the diet soda. I have another beer. I'm all right. Give me some more Doritos, some potato chips laced with a bottle of sodium glutamate so I can sit here in a stupor and pass out in front of the TV set every day with my giant beer gut. That's not life, guys. That's not okay. Okay? Be goal-oriented. Be goal-focused. Be result-oriented. Result-focused. Look in the front windshield and drive your life. Don't look in the mirror. Well, when I was young, I should have, could have, could have, would have, should have done this, should have done that. No, no. Young men have visions. Old men dream dreams of what could have been and should have been. Don't be that guy. Have visions of what you want in your life, visions of what you want in your future. Set your goals and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Be strong. Be resolute in what you believe. And stay focused all the days of your life. It's really, really, really important. It is. And, you know, we give you this pep talk every single day, but we also tell you really about who Jesus is. 
and what kind of relationship you need to have with Christ is very, very important. I mean, I told you last week that I've been taking a few people out as far as on dates, and I've been dealing with this whole Frankfurt School ideology and cultural Marxism, the crazy stuff they've done to our society. But I'm not sitting at home waiting to die. I'm focused on this podcast. I'm praying for you guys all the time. I'm moving forward with my life. Do I want Sharon back in my life? Yes, but it's not going to happen. She's passed away. It'll be, she'll be with God. She's probably sitting on a bench in heaven waiting for me, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her again, but not just yet. And I'm staying focused. I feel that God has a calling on my life, and I'm moving forward with my life for the rest of my life. That's how we all have to be, guys. Don't allow your past to dictate your future. It's not okay. You've got to move forward. The kingdom of God has been advancing since the beginning of time, and only forceful men lay hold of it is what the word says. But the righteous take it by force. You've got to go out and lay hold of this. You know, like Austin talked about Kennedy, that quote from the beginning of the show today. I don't like everything Kennedy's done. Don't care. At least he's calling out Bill Gates. At least he's calling out the World Health Organization. At least he's calling out, you know, Fauci and all the rest of them. At least he's doing something. That's more than Trump did. When did you hear Trump call out Fauci? Hmm? Let me ask you that question. Trump is just another mouthpiece for the deep state. That's all he is. So is Biden. Well, of course, Biden's not a mouthpiece for the deep state. Biden's senile. You know, he's just a he's a prop for the deep state. So they can use him up there and put an AI generated algorithm person giving a news conference and all of a sudden Biden acts like he's 40 years old again. It ain't Biden. It's either a body double or an AI generated person up there doing that. Biden can't do that. He's mentally incompetent. He doesn't have the synaptic function anymore. He's senile. He had open brain surgery 20 years ago. He was never the same after that. Remember that. Look it up. He had brain surgery. I mean, they, like, they took the top of his head off and had to work on his brain. So my question is, what the heck did they do to his brain? Are there implants in his brain? I'm not – I'm just a rhetorical question. I don't know. I mean, what did they, they, they do to this clown? Nobody can be this stupid. Nobody can make these comments. Nobody can believe the stuff that he believes that has any kind of sense. But what he does. And, and, that's, and that's the whole thing that happens with you know, these Democrats who are controlled, controlled by cultural Marxism. And it's that they, can, they completely believe the lie. And not only do they believe the lie, they promote the lie, and they want you to believe the lie because they want you to take that basket full of snakes and pit vipers that they're delivering to your front door and sign off on it and say, oh, yeah, that's fine with me. By the way, Americans are not going to spend billions of dollars on Biden's and Obama's care for DACA illegal aliens. This is sanity. I mean, again, this is what I talked about yesterday about how I don't want to pay money out of my tax dollar for this stuff. We don't have a choice. American taxpayers are likely to subsidize billions of dollars in the Affordable Care Act benefits for illegal aliens enrolled in the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program under a plan by President Joe Biden. It's not Joe Biden's plan. It's cultural Marxism. He didn't write anything. He's a, he's a moron. He's, he's senile. On Thursday, President Joe Biden announced a plan to open the Affordable Care Act, commonly known as Obamacare and Medicaid, rolls to hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of DACA. Oh, this just makes me mad. While DACA created, was, was created by a former president, you know, the gay Kenyan with his transgender wife, according to Joan Rivers, President Obama, Obama, through executive action, has helped shield close to a million illegal aliens from deportation through the years. And the Migration Policy Institute states that about 600,000 are currently enrolled in the program. Pre- I don't even like reading this stuff, guys. It's just so, it's just so skewed. Previously, Center for Immigration Studies research estimated the cost of opening Obamacare and Medicaid rolls to illegal aliens would cost about $4,600 per illegal alien. At this rate, Biden's care will cost about $2.8 billion every year. February 2021, Breitbart detailed the Biden administration efforts to open federally subsidized health care benefits to illegal aliens. Now, remember, these are people that are not American citizens. Somehow they got into the United States. They got here. 
they, a lot of them weren't sponsored. A lot of them came across on boats. A lot of them crossed the south southern borders. A lot of them were brought in, you know, through whatever, through the cartels, you know, by the millions and millions and millions. And they can either be here and be part of our productive society or not. Now I'm going to stop for one second and back off for a second. A lot of these guys that come in from Brazil or come in from South America or Central America or Mexico and they're first generation, these guys are our framers, our block layers, our, our, you know, our cement guys for the construction boom that we had for the last 10 years here that has come to a screeching halt with every place except for Florida pretty much. And they have really been necessary as labor. Because the skill set of the Americans who basically were doing that type of work, either they've retired or they are on meth or they are on crack or they are on heroin or they are on some other type of drug or they found some other way to make money on and on and on and on. You can't find labor now that's not Hispanic pretty much here in Florida. Just being real blunt. Now, some of these guys are really good workers. They really are. They'll work themselves, I mean, to the bone. They're, they're putting stucco on walls. They're doing roofs. They're tearing off shingles. They're doing really hard labor, and they're really productive, and they're really doing something. For those people, I don't have a problem as far as them being in the United States. Now, you never thought I'd say that, but I did. But the people that come over here or the second generations of these people that have found the use the system and live on welfare rolls, that I have a problem with. I really do. But if a person comes over here and they've got a good work ethic and they want to work, why am I going to say you can't be here? I'm not going to say that to him. My mom was an immigrant from Germany. Now, she came over, you know, and basically came through with my dad because you know, he had married her. And so she was came over, you know, on a, on a wife visa and was able to come to the United States and become a citizen of the United States. Why am I going to fuss about immigrants? My mom was an immigrant. Now, my dad's parents were both born in Germany. They came over in the 1800s and they basically, you know, lived here and had my father and he got married to my mom and she had us and my, 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 my brother, and my sister. And we basically, you know, are all doing what we need to do to be part of the American dream. The best of their our abilities, I guess. But the reality is that a lot of these guys don't have that vision. They don't. It's how many times can I get over and have an anchor baby so I can get on the welfare rolls? And that's what's happening here with this DACA thing. It's just welfare rolls. And, I, and, and, and it's sad because, again, Cloward and Piven said from Columbia University, professors from the 50s and 60s and 70s there, that the way you destroy the republic is by overwhelming the republic with social welfare systems. That's what this is. You know, if, if these guys are out there making two or three hundred dollars a day laying block or doing stucco, which these guys make that much in roofing, they really do. They can pay their own health care. They don't need to be on this. You know, and, and that's the problem that we have in the United States is we've allowed our government to come in and do all of this stuff to us and basically destroy the future of the people here in the United States because all of this stuff is being done on borrowed money. That's the hardest thing to believe is all being done on borrowed money. Let's go back to Kennedy for a second. And what he said about, you know, these different types of diseases out there he says the U.S. approves the first three COVID vaccine injury claims and pays out a total of, get this, $4,600 for three COVID vaccine injury claims. So, yeah, so good luck with all that. You got 1500 bucks a piece. Just yeah, let me know how that works out for you. And you took the shot. I mean, it's just almost unreal. And now there's also a fatal fungus running around now. And that's kind of like one of these things that runs around the United States and now is being picked up by the mainstream media and the alt news as far as killing people all over the U.S. And again, why is this happening? Well, we've always had fungus among us. But when your immune system is shot because you took the COVID shot, your your body can't handle the fungus stuff. Now, what I would do if I was concerned that I may have a fatal fungus, I would start on blackstrap. I'm sorry, not blackstrap, black seed oil every single day. I try to take one to two tablespoons of that every single day. And I do most of the time. It's a phenomenal product. 
There's a good article out there that says black seed oil, the cure for everything but death. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but it's a great product and a great, it's a great antifungal. Plus, you also need to take our probiotics. We've got a, one probiotic, like 350 billion per stick. We bring it out of Belgium, highest quality in the world. I try to use that every single day when I mix it with my purple sticks in the morning. You got to keep your bioflora healthy in your gut. You've got to do that. It's really, really important. That's why you don't want to drink chlorinated water. You don't want to use Splenda, which is a chlorocarbon, because it destroys all of that stuff. And you don't want to take antibiotics unless it's an absolute necessity. And if you have to occasionally do something like that with the antibiotics, okay, you got to use it sometimes. But always make sure you restore that flora in your intestinal tract if you do go on antibiotics, or you're going to end up with a yeast infection or you know, yeast systems or yeast throughout your entire body, which is a real problem. By the way, here's on the American military news now. It's saying that U.S. Army is now teaching the officers at Fort Leavenworth that white people cannot experience racism. All right. Well, then you haven't been accosted by somebody from another country who's not white and being told what a low life you are because you're white and how racism that is. Unreal. The U.S. Army and the command and general staff college at Fort Leavenworth is teaching others and officers at intermediate level education that white people can't experience racism, defining racism as a complex system of beliefs and behaviors that result in the oppression of people of color and benefit the dominant group. The definition of racism is taught in an elective course called Race and Gender in the U.S. Military, which is available for up to 32 students per year. The course is taught by Angela Ricotto, an assistant professor of the college, according to the TRMLX, who first reported the course. And, you know, what aggravates me is this, is that there are good people and bad people everywhere. There are people that are racist and not racist everywhere, and we need to realize that's just a fact. It really is. It really, really is. Uh, you know, one of my best friends is Van Green. He's a black gentleman who's also a pastor. I've known him for almost 40 years, and he's my workout partner. He works out. In fact, he and I talk about this kind of stuff all the time. And I told him, I said, we all bleed red. Now, all of us came from Adam and Eve, period. You know, and so we all have to look at who we are in Christ because there's not going to probably be any differentiation between any of that when we all get to heaven. Now, I'll be honest with you, there's not. You're not going to be able to tell anything. You, don't, you won't care. And so we have to realize that it's not about races fighting each other. It's about the synagogue of Satan causing division among races so that we fight each other, so we divide ourselves, and so that we're easier to conquer. That's what this is all about. It really is. And we got to understand that, and we got to realize that. In fact, Van is the gentleman, the pastor that we're going to have. The, he has a congregation in Date City, and uh, he's giving me a date now. And I'm going to put this down for you guys. I'm going to list it on the, on the podcast. May the 20th from 10 a.m. to 12 in the morning on Sunday, we are going to have a church service at Van, and there'll be a health seminar. We'll talk about some of the world news also. We'll talk about COVID stuff too, a little bit of that. But if you want to be there, it's going to be at the AME Church in Dade City on May the 20th. I have a fixed date now from 10 to 12 a.m., 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. in the morning. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I want to meet as many people as I can. I'll, I'll continue to mention this as we go on, getting closer and closer and closer because you know, this is a month out still. But I want to give you guys enough lead time that if you want to come to Dade City, you can. And hear us speak, and Austin may be there, may not be there. I don't know what he's doing with his family this morning. Hopefully, Austin will be there, and he can also speak a little bit that morning, too. But I love you guys, and I appreciate you, too. And I just thank you so much for your support. I'm really looking forward to meeting a bunch of you on May the 20th. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? That sounds awesome, but excited you got a date for that now. Definitely, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be showing up to that. And, you know, this is why we continually encourage people to support, you know, local groups. And local churches and local businesses and you know online businesses that you know are being based heavily on you know patriot conservative Christian agendas because what we do with our time and what we do with our money 
are very, very important. You know, I've seen now this whole this whole backlash that Anheuser Bush has got with Bud Light, like you brought up earlier. And the whole thing, it was just laughable to me when they first did it. I thought to myself, this is one of the stupidest stunts I've ever seen a beer company do. I think they said they've lost over like so I think he said yesterday six six billion dollars in market capital already was stocks dropped, you know, like four, five, six dollars a share. It's a lot when you're only, you know, around sixty dollars a share <laughs> originally. And uh, you know, this is again though. What I mentioned earlier, it's about changing the culture of a nation. It's so they're going to do this. There's going to be a lot of backlash. There's going to be a, probably a lot of loss in sales. A lot of people are going to switch to other companies that aren't promoting this unbelievably gay beer now. Yet, what will occur is a lot of people that short term memories and they're going to forget about this and they're going to start rebranding Bud Light. Again, they're probably going to stop promoting this heavily and go back to the normal Bud Light commercials and the Super Bowl commercials. And then people, again, now are going to be, oh, well, you know, Bud Light's not doing it anymore, so we're going to go back and support them. They're, they're, not, they're not really promoting this now. I've told you guys before, I'm a hardliner with a lot of stuff. With companies, when they start going woke with me, then I'm done with them. I just cut them off. Or if I'm massively, massively mistreated in a completely disrespectful fashion, I told you guys that years ago during COVID. It was like July 2020. I went into the rooms to go. Never really bought anything from them before, but I was like, you know what? I wanted to go get a couch. We were in the, right in the middle of building our house. There was hardly any inventory in any companies at all because it was right in the middle of COVID shutdown. So let's go to rooms to go. Went in there. I'm me and Leonard, like the only customers in this gigantic rooms to go. I mean, giant building. You guys know how big they are. Nobody there. I've plopped down on this couch. I'm like, this is a pretty nice couch. I like material. See if they can do a sale on it. You know, trying to move some inventory out of here. And all of a sudden. Sales guy walks up and he goes, oh, so you got to wear a mask. And I said, I looked around. I said, there's nobody in here, bro. Literally, it's like the biggest building in Lakeland. There's nobody in here. Oh, so you have to wear a mask. I'm like, I'm here to buy a couch. Do you want me to buy a couch or do you want me to leave? And disappears. Comes back, this big, giant, fat man. I mean, guy's obese. I mean, probably four or 500 pounds. Got double mask on. <laughs> I mean, huffing and puffing. I can barely walk over to him. He's breathing so heavily. Mask sucking up against his face and exhaling and sucking up against his face. Pushes hands a box, has a giant box of mask, shoves it in my face. He goes, You have to put a mask on now. <laughs> and I looked at him I'm like, No, I'm trying to buy something. Are you, are, are you not listening to what I'm saying? Are the words that are coming out of my mouth not audible to you? So I'm going to have to ask you. Lee, Lee, leave the property if you're not going to put a mask on. So there's nobody in this entire building. I'm here to buy something. You're going to kick me out over a mask. So you have to leave or I'm going to call the police. <laughs> okay, you have to leave or I'm calling the police on you. And I looked at Atlanta and I said, okay. I pulled my wallet out of my pocket and I said, I was literally coming here to buy something from you. But clearly, I will never step foot in this building ever. And a customer and the sales guy, he's standing over looking, he's just looking down like, gosh, I hate this. My life's horrible. He just had this horrible look on his. I felt bad for him. This unbelievably stupid, fat, obese individual who can barely walk 10 feet without having a heart attack is kicking me out of the store, an extremely healthy, fit individual, because I don't want to put a face diaper on. And that, again, is another example of where I've told you guys when companies – by the way, rooms ago was extremely woke. They push a whole bunch of completely and totally nonsensical stuff too. So that was just on top of the addition to it. But when you see companies start doing this, why do you want to keep giving them money? Why do you want to keep supporting them? 
Why do you want to go in and say, okay, I'm going to start buying from this company. I'm going to start buying from this company. Well, this one's okay. I'll tolerate this one because, well, this one's not as bad. Well, if they're owned by the same company or they're working with the same company or they're pushing the same agenda, then why in the world do you want to support any of it? It's like we've seen now in the entire United States, and for some odd reason, nobody seems to even question this. You know, the last – the 80s and 90s, you look at photos. You look at Calvin Klein. You look at Wrangler. It was always extremely fit individuals. Now, Calvin Klein and Nike and all these other ones, they have these extremely overweight individuals. They're glamorizing this obese, obese country now. You know, it's funny. Steak, eggs, dairy, chicken – Fed to billions of people for thousands of years, and you look back at photos, you look back at pictures, you look back at portraits, you very rarely ever see anybody who's who's even remotely overweight, much less obese, unless it was some big, fat, sloppy king over in Europe that ate way too much food. Other than that, you never saw it. However, that was the staple of the diet for thousands of years. Now, cookies, sodas, chips, fast food – Deep fat fried food has only really been – you understand this, guys. This has really only been mass produced for about 100 years, maybe a little less in some cases, only about 100 years. And yet you've seen now the entire society's health completely go downhill. Well, there's only one thing that's changed. It's been the diet. People say, well, people aren't as active nowadays as they were back then. That's probably true to some extent. But I can tell you right now, activity is very, very crucial in maintaining overall health. But diet is way more than that. We used to always say all the time in bodybuilding, 80% of what you look like is in the kitchen. You go in the gym, you can work out two, three times a week, get some decent exercise in. And if you eat clean, you'll stay even in moderately decent shape. If you work out seven, eight times you know, a week, you know, one in the morning, one at night, eight, nine, ten times total a week – and you eat like a complete and total slob, and all you do is eat fast food and Twinkies and ding-dongs and cupcakes, I promise you, you will still look like a slob. It's because what you eat dictates what you look like. But somehow, organic animal foods have now gotten the bad rap. You know, organic eggs, organic chicken, all this stuff. Oh, don't eat that. It's horrible. It's on the bottom of the food list now. But yet the processed junk is what they tell everybody you need to eat. Well, it's for one very simple reason. There's not much money in eating organic eggs for the global agri-companies and the massive food processors. Not. There's none of it. You know, Heinz, Heinz Ketchup owns Weight Watchers. You know, Unilever owns SlimFast. Nestle, golly, I can't, don't even get started on Nestle. They own Jenny Craig. The same companies that produce some of the most horrific food known to man with some of the worst preservatives known to man are the same companies that also own the brands that are all about weight loss. It's a complete and total racket, and there's no money in organic egg farming from massive conglomerate corporations. They can make tens of billions of dollars compared to trying to have an organic egg farm, and then quite frankly, all they've got to do is maybe have – provocateurs or sabotage individuals go in and burn down farms. Oh, did I just say that? Oh, oh man. Seems kind of odd, isn't it? Another 18,000, I told you guys yesterday, 18,000 dairy cows dead. Massive fire at this Texas dairy farm. Suddenly, out of nowhere, Monday night, early, early in the morning, massive fire. 18,000 cows dead. 
Same things happen with chicken farms, egg farms, all over the place, all over the country. Random occurrences. Two, three, four, five in the morning. Massive fire. Nobody can put it out. Horrific fire. But you don't see Nestle having big fires. You don't see Heinz having big fires. You don't see major any major company that's producing mass processed food having any type of problems whatsoever in most cases. They just continue to make billions of dollars. The answer is it's because they're controlling the narrative and they want everybody to eat junk food. That's why I encourage everybody so much. Do your research and be a label reader. Understand what you're putting in your body. If you need additional nutrients or supplements, you want to add in additional B vitamins, make sure you're taking something like our bioactive B complex formula. If you're working on your blood sugar, it's like I told you guys the other day, the berberine ultimate we came out with, with the dihydroberberine, which is five times more stronger than normal berberine because it's the bioactive form. Your body sucks it right up. This is why it's so important. If you're going to take supplements, you take the highest quality stuff you can take because if you're going to spend your money on it regardless, don't you want to take the highest quality thing? Don't, is that what you want? I've told you guys the example before. You save up your money and you buy a new you know, C8 Corvette. You've been working on it and saving up for it. And that's you know, big present to yourself. You buy a new Corvette, Chevy Corvette. And all of a sudden, you've been working for it for years to get it. And you take it to the gas station. You go, dude, I, this 93 octane, that's it for me. You know, I know 87 is honestly just too much out of my range that I want to spend. I'm I'm being really cheap right now. Do you guys have any stuff that you're having to throw away or dispose of? The coagulated fuel that's separated, like the ethanol, the fuel separated. It's just, it's a waste. You know, I'll give you 50 cents a gallon for it. I'll take it for free. That's what I want to throw in the Corvette. I don't, I am not putting 93 octane in this. I don't care that I paid, you know, 60, 70 grand for it. I'm putting whatever's the cheapest you have because I really don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm a cheapskate when it comes to what I'm putting in that. Nobody would ever say that under any circumstances. You would go, dude, I worked really hard for this. This is what I really set a goal for. I saved and I invested and I worked to get this car. I'm going to wash it every week. I'm going to wax it. I'm going to put the best fuel I can in it. I'm going to run fuel octane booster in it. I'm going to take really good care of it. But yet suddenly we have something that's way more valuable than any piece of metal or equipment or machinery. It's our bodies. You only get one of them. It's a temple. And yet – People just stuff the most horrendous, nastiest garbage in it, just horrendous things. And they go, oh, I don't know why I'm sick. This is why I've told people before, and they start running supplements. They start working on blood sugar. They start working on blood pressure. What somebody did to get to where they at did not happen overnight. You don't suddenly eat a cupcake one day, and all of a sudden the next day you go, oh, my gosh, I'm type 2 diabetic. I've never eaten anything bad in my life. I ate a cupcake last night, and I am full-blown diabetic. It does not happen like that ever. It's a continual series of things people do year after year after year after year, but then suddenly they go, okay, well, I want to start taking supplements. Well, they t- I've literally had people do this. They call us up. They go, I've been on supplements. I've been taking them for three days. Okay. Well, they're not working yet. I'm like, what do you mean they're not working? Well, I'm just, my blood sugar's only dropped like two points. I, I just need to work faster. Bro, you've been eating Twinkies, ding-dongs, and soda for two decades, and you're upset that the supplements haven't massively dropped your blood sugar in more than three days? Well, they need to work faster. They need to work faster. I don't want to take it anymore. I'm just going to return it. Okay, we've got a 90-day money-back guarantee, but I can tell you right now that's not the best thing for you to do. You know, you need to stay on the cinnamon extract and the berberine and clean your diet up and give it at least 30 to 60 days, and then I promise you, you will start seeing results if you put the energy and effort into it. And in every single time I work with somebody like that, and so is dad, 
boom, they start getting results after they start changing their diet and changing their lifestyle and staying consistent on the supplements. It's so important. Consistency is key. You can't consistently do something wrong for decades and then do something mediocre, mediocrity for a few days and say, okay, well, I've, I've tried this. I've done it. I've done it mediocre. I've done it a you know, day or two. I've taken half the dosage for two days and then wonder why it hasn't worked. It's so important people understand that because there's an outright war on our health and our bodies. I mean, you can see that. I mean, now we've got Operation Warp Speed 2.0 coming up now with all kinds of new vaccines they're going to put in the pipeline. And I can promise you with 100% certainty, these new COVID shots that they're going to re-engineer and they're going to redesign are not going to be healthy or safe. They're not going to be what anything they say they are, and they're going to try to get them again on the childhood vaccine schedule, just like they have done now with four total COVID RNA gene therapy shots that have zero long-term testing on young children. Why? Because they know they have to start at the younger generation. They've tried to do some things like this with older adults and try to push this on 40 or 50 or 60-year-olds. It doesn't work in most cases because the immune system and the mindset and the body and the development, it's already pretty well established. You know, if somebody's 30, 40 years old, you start talking to them about how men can have babies, they're going to look at you and go, that's the stupidest thing you've ever said. Please stop talking. I feel dumber for even listening to you. And you walk off. Well, you start teaching three and four-year-olds. <laughs> you are right. You start teaching three and four-year-olds that, and you start telling them that every single day and make them read mandatory reading, mandatory reading that says that, and the teachers say that, and the movies say that, and the YouTube says that, and the television says that. All of a sudden, by the time they're 18, 20 years old, and they go, men can have babies, they go, oh, yeah, men can have babies. Men menstruate. Totally normal. That's definitely normal. That's facts. That's what they're doing right now to the cultural, through the health and through the indoctrination with the psychological warfare. Protect your children's health and protect their minds. At all costs. I can't reiterate that anymore, Dad. What do you think? You know, Austin, uh, sometimes, you know, you're right. You, you listen to these people and you, just, you feel like there's something wrong with you after you listen to yeah. them. Why did I just hear that? <laughs> you know, why, why did I just have that conversation with you? I mean, I thought, you know, stupid had no bottom. And now you show up. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's just it still blows my mind that there are people out there that just it doesn't. And you guys all know people like this. You know, they know everything. It doesn't matter what the topic is. They're experts. You can talk to them about Tibetan racehorses out of the southern tip of Tiberia, and they're an expert. They know all about these. They have never heard of them before, <laughs> you know. And, and you know, and so you're 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 taught. And I, I just made that up. There's probably they don't probably exist anyhow. But, but the point is, just make up some kind of fabricated time or line or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you about that. Let me tell you about. It. And they start running their mouth, and they don't, and they and they speak and speak and speak and speak, and never say anything. And, and you finally you say, well, I was just kidding about that. Oh, and you're like. Oh God! Why am I talking to you? I'm, I'm not being mean here. I'm being serious. There are some people that are neither coachable or teachable. They have no ability to learn. All they want to do is spew rhetoric out of their mouth, and they have no idea what they're even saying. And those are the kind of people that you don't share your information with. They're not going to listen. You can see it in their eyes. You say something to them, and there's a glass goes over their eyes. That's it. And now that they don't hear anything else you say. Because they're too busy, you know, trying to reconcile in their own mind, you know, the narrative of what you're trying to say to try to tell you how much they know about everything. And they're an expert on everything. And in most cases, those people don't do well in their lives because they don't learn. They make the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. And, and you think to yourself, well, you know, maybe they shouldn't do that. Well, that's, <laughs> that's right. They shouldn't. You know, Jim Rohn. You guys need to listen to him, R-O-H-N. He's got a whole bunch of stuff on personal development and you know how to be successful and how to live life to the fullest every day of your life. 
And he's got some great videos that are on YouTube now. They're all free now. He's passed away 10, 15 years, 20 years ago, whatever it was now. He was a friend of mine. I did a bunch of seminars with him back in the 90s. Uh, good man. Good man. Great guy. Made a lot of mistakes in his younger life that he regretted in his older life. And he said that some of the things that he did when he was younger cost him too much. It cost him his family, cost him his wife, cost him his relationship with his children. And he was, all, he was always, called, always called the success philosopher and a good guy. He really was a good guy. And uh, I recommend you listen to him, Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. You can get him on YouTube and you get to get him a couple of – when you're going on the highway, they've got a really good two-hour – he's got a good two-hour seminar on personal development. Try to find it where somebody hadn't hijacked his video and put a bunch of commercials into it. I'm not sure if his family's getting paid for that or not. I have no idea. But the point is it's easier to listen to him when he doesn't have you know, a commercial every five minutes. But he's a great guy, was a great guy, still is in heaven right now, a good Christian man. But the reality is, is that he teaches you that you have to listen and pay attention to what's going on around you in order that you will know what's happening. He asked a guy one time, he goes, give me the top 25 reasons why you're not successful. The guy writes all this stuff down. And he tells me, you know, it's the economy, it's my boss, you know, it's, it's the weather. It's, it's just, I'll just list this, everything, 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 why he wasn't being successful in his life. And Rome says, well, you know, I see your list. It's a good list. A lot of things here. He goes, there's only one problem. Uh, you're not on it. Yeah. You, 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 you're the common denominator here. You're the one that's, this is your life. You know, you see it all the time when you're talking to people that have been married and divorced three or four times. And, you know, every single time it's the husband's fault or it's the wife's fault. It's always somebody else's fault. They had nothing to do with it. And my response is always, you know, it's a two-way street when you're married. If you got a problem with a marriage, it's going both directions. It really does, and it always does, and it always is both people's problems, and both people need to work on it from a Christian standpoint to get it resolved. But when you only have one person wanting to work on it, the other person not wanting to work on it, it becomes a very shallow, very sad, very one-sided relationship, which is extremely unfulfilling for at least one of the people involved in it. And it's sad because one person takes, 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 takes. The other person gives, 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 and there's no reciprocity. And it's the same thing with life. You know, if, if you've got you know, a relationship with a business partner – You've got to learn how to give and take. You've got to learn how to negotiate. If you've got a relationship with your customers like we have with you guys, you know, we'd say to you guys, if you support the show, we'll go commercial free. That's the relationship, isn't it? I'm going to pray for you every day. You're family to me. That's the relationship. I pray for you. You pray for me. We keep the commercial side of the show. You get three hours of content with one hour of show. And you go, wow, we like this. I mean, if we listen to other shows that are three hours long, we have to listen to commercials all the time. We don't have to do that. I mean, we can go to work in the morning and listen to your show, half of it, and come back the next day or we come back that night, listen to the other half, commercial-free every single day. That's reciprocity because you guys are buying your toothpaste and your vitamins from us. It allows us to have the ability to do that. So I want to thank you again for that. I don't want to be the guy that you guys support us and help us and I turn around and not say thank you. Thank you. I pray for you guys on an ongoing basis. I've not yet prayed for you today. I had a rough. I had, a, I had to work out with Van early this morning, so my schedule got a little bit skewed. But I'll pray for you after the show today. But guys, I love you, and I thank you for all that you do. I thank you for sending me all the letters that you sent me. Ask Dr. Ted B at Yahoo.com. I love that, and I do the best I can to answer those on a timely manner. Sometimes I get behind on them, but I always answer every single email. Now, it may just be thank you, and maybe you're right. Maybe I disagree with you, but I don't go into these super long narratives when I answer those emails because yes, so many of them. But I will answer all of them. Now, every once in a while, I will. I'll type out a paragraph if something very – if I find it intriguing, I will. And uh, some of you contact me on a regular basis. I will thank you for that. You keep me updated on news. Thank you for that. And I love you guys. I love everybody who contacts me. I love everyone who supports us. I love everyone who listens to the show, and I pray for every one of you every single day. I appreciate you with all of my heart. By the way, 
This is really good news. It's from the Epic Times this morning. Just got this from Judy. DeSantis signs the Florida six-week abortion ban of the law. This is a really, really big deal. Florida Governor DeSantis answers questions from the media. The Florida cabinet following the state of state of the state address during a joint session of the Senate House of Representatives in Tallahassee. And he also has said that he has signed a law into effect to ban all abortions after six weeks, shortly after the Florida House passed the bill. This is a big deal, guys. I mean, this is a big deal. We are proud to support life and family in the state of Florida. DeSantis said a statement. I applaud the legislature for passing the Heartbeat Protection Act that expands pro-life protections and provides additional resources for young mothers and families. DeSantis' office released a photo of him signing the bill while several dozen lawmakers looked on. While other states like California and New York have legalized infanticide up until birth, into the birth canal, baby's coming out. And you still... Governor DeSantis has enacted historic measures to defend the dignity of human life and transform Florida into a pro-family state, his office stated in a release. DeSantis previously signed a 15-week abortion ban into law in 2022 and indicated he would support further restrictions on the procedure. The new law will take effect after only effect. The new law will only take effect if the 15-week ban is upheld in the ongoing legal challenge that is currently before the state Supreme Court, which is controlled by conservatives. The legislation DeSantis signed on Thursday is known as the Senate Bill 300 or the Heartbeat Protection Act. There are some exceptions for cases where the abortion is necessary to save the pregnant woman's life or adverse serious risk of substantial and irreversible physical impairment of major bodily function of the pregnant woman other than the physiological condition. A written determination must be made by two physicians when one is not available. So I'll let you guys read the rest of this you know, when you get a chance. But this is a big deal because if you break this law and you're a physician, there's a real high probability you're going to go to jail, period. And so this is going to really cut back on the abortions in the state of Florida and I'm really happy to hear that because anytime you save the life of an infant and save the life of a child, it means the world to God. It does. I promise you that because a child being born, remember, with that sperm and that egg come together, there's a giant spark that happens. It's a spark of life as that soul enters that body and that child is created by God Almighty. And God knows that. He sees that, that spark of life. And for you to take that child's life after that is just not okay. It really is just not okay. I love you guys. I appreciate it. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I appreciate you so very, very, very much. God bless all of you. I appreciate it. I'm going to pray for you guys right now. Austin, finish it up, and I will talk to you guys on Monday. Absolutely. That is exciting news. I'm glad DeSantis is doing something decent with that after he signed that housing bill a couple weeks ago that I was pretty irritated with. This is a big deal, though. This is very, very important. We talked about it in detail before. So we'll see what happens with this with the Supreme Court. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. Brazil now is officially calling for moving away from the dollar. <coughs> Excuse me. I told you guys about this a week ago when they basically are working in the BRICS to step aside from this. And now the uh, Brazilian president spoke in Shanghai yesterday and stated very clearly that they are actively looking for an alternative currency to the dollar for trade. And uh, this is going to be something that starts a catastrophic, basically a, a, a cataclysmic event that starts to occur, so to speak, but it's going to start slowly moving and then it's going to start snowballing. Now, I wouldn't be surprised, and I mean sarcastically, but not if the United States suddenly finds out that Brazil has weapons of mass destruction and needs to go invade them. I mean, there's something stupid that you know, the United States would do in order to provoke more wars. But again, the U.S. dollar is on its way out. You know, not, not going to be in a month, probably not going to be in a year, but it is going to be a slow demise. That's why I've intentionally told people repeatedly, make sure you hedge whatever you have as far as assets in areas that are going to maintain value. You know, going out and buying things you don't need that have no retained value, 
doesn't really work, you know, especially in this, you know, gold, silver, property, land, you know, certain things like that, you know, quality and investment grade vehicles, certain things that have long term value and have considerably held up as value for, you know, 100 years, 1000 years plus. Those are things you look at. And again, I'm not giving financial advice whatsoever. I'm saying I encourage people to look at things because this is definitely going to be a very changing time, unlike what we've seen in any previous situation in the United States. So again, something to think about, something to look at, something to stay stocked up on as well. Because remember, if this does occur in the future, there's going to be a very, very rough transition period at first. You know, you're going to start having things become extremely expensive, and a lot of stuff is just not even going to be attainable. Food. One of those things is going to be food. Food's going to get very difficult to acquire for at least a short period of time. That's why I've encouraged people, make sure you have backup food, backup water supplies, or the ability to use them, grow them, make them with chickens, whatever you got to do, have some backup supplies on that. Something very important to look at. Also, if you guys need anything, check out the website, healthmasters.com. I appreciate your support. Got a lot of stuff rolling out over the next couple of weeks, so be sure to keep an eye out. Include some specials I'm going to be changing up here on the front page. And also, two, vote for what you want to see win as product of the week is the current one is the excellent C, vitamin C formula on sale this week. And also, two, Stay tuned for the new website. We are working on that actively, and that will be rolling out here very, very shortly with a lot of cool features. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for your support of Health Masters. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.